You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. We're starting to think we was never going to get in on this one. Man, for a second, I did not think we were, man. But I guess it kind of worked out like it did because I had some fucking loud-ass fucking weed eater or something back here. So I guess it worked out like it was supposed to. Um, But, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. Uh, Welcome to We The Villains Podcast. It's your host, Dak. You hear the bong rip soon in the back. That's going to be Gerv. So it's a lovely day again here in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, and South Kakalaki. Um, great Raw last night that I thought, because once again, as Gerb says all the time, if Raw is riddle, Raw is good. Um, Raw, yeah, Raw is best when Raw is riddle. Um, so you mentioned the bong rip in the back, and before I want to get into anything else, anybody out there that's listening who's also smoking right now, I need y'all to take this next hit with me, and this one is in honor of the We The Villains podcast Twitter page surpassing 420 followers so shout out to 420 Dak what was the name of our 420 again uh it was Chris OHB ah there was some number behind it I think 217 not sure but I know it was Chris OHB if you're listening we'll, we'll find you on our page and give you a shout out and tell you we did I We're did tell you we don't write shit down yeah, we don't write shit down. Um, I just know I'm proud of myself to remember Chris OHB. Um, <laughs> Are you sure it's OHB? I believe so. Um, I think it's a Chris. <laughs> I think it's a Chris Brown reference. I believe. Uh, but um, that's a little hip hop knowledge and R B knowledge that I have useless in my head. Uh, but yeah, this is a shout out to everybody for following us we're almost to my goal of 500 followers so fuck it since we're gonna really shatter that goal probably by like next week or so definitely after the SummerSlam weekend i'm thinking if we're live tweeting anything um so we're gonna go to a thousand by the end of this year for sure let's uh just to make it right uh our 420th follower shout out to at chris ob413 Oh, so it wasn't the H in there. Fuck. I didn't think there was an H in there. It, the fact that you even said H is what made me pull up my phone and actually go look it up. So well, Chris will be 413. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you were number 420. Um, shout out to you. Shout out to everybody else who's followed recently. If anybody's yes, checking sir. out the page, make sure to subscribe on Spotify and Anchor. And Sorry. Um, shit, well, I'm the one usually doing that. You ain't got to apologize to me. I was just flicking the lighter for the stoners out there. Uh, Stoner Nation, what's up? How so here, so here it comes. Here's here's my bong rip. Um, I want everybody that's watching that has access to marijuana right now to please tag along, toke along. I guess I should any, say any to, part, any part of the hemp plant. Is it's the THC, the Delta A, the fucking CBD, whatever. As long as it's hemp. We're, and, we're if, and if you ain't got nothing to smoke right now, I want you to put uh put the fingers like you holding the blunt or holding the joint and take an air toe for us. Um, so air toe, real toe. Let's do it right now. Yes, sir. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Strain yes, sir. of the day for me right now. Uh, I believe that's what I got some. 
It's a grease monkey, I believe, is what I got in this thing from last night, still that I didn't finish. I can't. I can't figure out. <laughs> maybe lemon drop. <laughs> yeah, maybe lemon drop. <clears throat> and here in about 15 seconds, it's going to be four minutes and 20 seconds into this conversation. So I'm going to have to talk oh, again. Wow. So everybody, uh, I want everybody to oh, talk along again and let's have a hit yeah. because in three, two, one. So as a general rule, though, if anybody is spoken while watching this, anytime you hear that bomb rip <coughs> or call. <coughs> Yeah, take it. <sighs> yes, I am on the lemon drop. Yeah, lemon drop and fuck. What is the other strain? Ah, fuck. Can't think of the other strain, but I know lemon drops mostly. Lemon drops been oh. one of my favorites too. Sorry, I had to mute myself for a minute. <clears throat> <clears throat> Going on okay. a hacking spree. Well, shout out to my property manager that was looking at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, funny random thought that has Ooh. nothing related to the podcast just because I'm high now and, and I, I noticed it. <laughs> I work with UPS and I'm rocking a FedEx shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what it is. I've often thought at times wearing this to work just to see if they would send me home. Oh, <clears throat> well, those, those bong rips definitely change things a little bit. I have a whole wow. new perspective. <clears throat> I might as well go ahead and finish this fucking bowl the way I hit this motherfucker. <clears throat> so, whoa. Yeah, everything's changed up. Shout out to Grease Monkey. Um, oh, got the grease. That is the strain of the day. This shit, uh, we've been watching uh, Disjointed on Netflix. <laughs> oh. And, um, man, that show is a fucking trip. For one, <laughs> I've Dave. never met. I've, there's no other characters like Dank and Dabby. Mm-mm. <clears throat> like, holy shit. Chris Red nailed that shit. And I can't. I can't think of her real name right now. It's not coming to me, but um, that, that, they're fucking hilarious. And there's other parts of that show that I just completely forgot about that are hilarious. Oh, the security guard? That dude's fucking weird. Carter, yeah. He, <laughs> he's a little fuck. Completely forgot about her son. Um, You know, he's, he just came from college and he, he's like a just, he's like a just, uh, he comes off as like a nerdy white kid, even though he's mixed and half black. Oh, yeah. Um, but the episode came up the other day where he was he like in his mind, you know how they tangent off on that show, just like we tangent off on this podcast. That's right. He, he tangent off until like uh, uh, he's in a rap video. <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing this, like he was all in the mode. You, you know, it shit was funny. It actually sounded like him too. So he probably actually did record that. So he was all wow. in that mode. And then, you know, he comes back too. And the Asian chick, or the token Asian, <laughs> um, <laughs> talking about, hey, we need, we need you to, we need, we ran out of blue dream. And this dude's still in the mode, looks around and said, don't play with me, girl. You know, we rolling in that shit. 
I think I remember that part. Man, that shit <laughs> caught me off guard because I forgotten about it. <laughs> and man, I said, <laughs> that shit cracked me all the way to fuck up. It's the perfect show. You have to smoke to watch it too. So, so like with the ranch, every time I watch the ranch, it makes me want to drink. Well, it's but all they I, do every fucking episode. Every scene. Yeah, there's a beer and whiskey in there. Ain't um, or, you know, every once in a while, a bottle of wine, but as they're calling some peanut newer. Um, <laughs> what the f- oh, I lost my train of thought. But either way, disjointed makes me want to smoke so much weed. Oh, yeah. It makes I mean, me want to have four it. joints going around, two bongs, seven bowls. I mean, I want to. I, that shit makes me want to smoke. Especially, especially when you fucking uh, the scenes come in with the dude that's taking care of the crop. <laughs> that dude's fucked in the head. That dude's talking to it, but that's probably what most people are that deal with that twenty four seven, like growing plants and. Like so there is some realness to, to it too, man. Because like you're supposed to talk to them. A lot, a lot of your best growers are just. It's like uh, it's it's they become like, it, you know, their their plants are their family, and they they tr- they nurture them and they talk to them and and you can get a you can get attached to them like that. <clears throat> well, yeah, for sure. So I think we've uh, we've done our normal first opening segment, opening <laughs> rambling about God knows what. Hey uh, man, we're all for uh, the four twenty follower. Yeah, that's right. That's a big one. Hopefully by yeah. our next episode on, well by Thursday or Saturday, hopefully maybe we can hit five zero, five hundred. Man, I believe so. I believe after the weekend we might. After I saw it this morning where we were at, we were over 400-something. I was like, oh. I think we're currently at 435. Nice. I believe this this is where we're at. The show is growing. I'm loving it. Oh, man. That was a good little uh, session there. Wow. Um... So I guess we can kind of quickly. <clears throat> is there anything like that you took since our last episode, which was Saturday? So some yep. things actually have happened since then. Um, freaking Ric Flair shows up at Triple Mania. Hey, <clears throat> this dude right there is showing everybody at seventy-two years old. He's the fucking goat. Okay, <laughs> he's the goat. Listen, if, if like I know a lot of people are against it, but I'm one of those people. If Ric Flair wants to get in the wrestling ring, I don't care how old he is, he's going to he, do it. I mean, just just roll with it. I mean, it's his life; it's what he wants to do with it. <clears throat> Obviously, a lot of people are concerned about the obvious. You know, the risky having someone at advanced age, especially with the problems that he had a few years ago with his heart. Having someone Man. like that in a wrestling ring, but if it's just like he did at Triple Mania, and he goes in there and throws some chops to Kenny Omega, throws that right hand, puts someone in a figure four. Man, all he has to do is sorry, Chavo. There's a new guy in town. <laughs> His name's Ric Flair. 
<laughs> yeah, so I've heard that he I've heard that he does have a 90 day no compete, but that it's uh you know it's US based, so he it's Mexico. That's why he could that's why he was able to do that on Saturday night. But then I've also heard that he does not have a 90 day at all. So why like, would I, I, it, but why would a legends contract have anybody on a 90 day non compete since they don't really compete anyway? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I wish it would be like retroactive. So like if you're when's the last time we saw Ric Flair on TV? Here's my thing. If you've been released, you shouldn't have a 90 or 30 day non-compete if you haven't been on TV in 90 or 30 days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think there should be some kind of like I wish it was retroactive. It, yeah. Um, the, when, the, when was the last time that you actually performed? Like if you've been off TV and you haven't been at live events for three months and then they release you, what's the point of another 90 days? It's already been 90 days. Yeah, at that point, right? Like, I mean, and and for the company, you're still wasting money because you're still paying this person 90 days for nothing. So, and, yeah, I, mean, I don't I don't want to get into the business side of wrestling because that's when it doesn't become as fun. Well, I mean, it, it can be fun. The The business side of it is very fun with all the fucking rumors going on right now. <laughs> That's one <I'm>, <clears throat> side fun because it's like we've been talking about it here on the podcast the last few episodes, man. This is, this is like a, a wrestling free agency going on right now. And me, since I love the NBA, I know you do too. Like we love the free agency uh, off so, season. It's fun shit. <clears throat> With the NBA, it's it's <clears throat> it's so crazy because, yeah, I love basketball, but the off season these days is almost just as fun, if not more fun, than the actual regular season, because of all the players changing teams and teaming up, and uh, it's just it's like its own thing. Like me and you do like the my leagues in two K for years, oh, dude. The off season is the funnest shit. That's my best shit on 2K21 is the offseason. I can't wait to reshape the league for the next season. Right. Like, that's – and I'm at a crossroads right now because now I really only have two dominant teams. LeBron's about to retire. <coughs> he he said that in his little – on his little bio thing. It was like my agent told me I know when it's time and I'm hanging it up after the season. Well – Better hope he gets past the fucking Brooklyn Nets or he won't be in the finals for his last season. Uh, if it's but, the same as 20, it does give you the option. You could override it, <clears throat> but it's for one more season, and then you yeah. can only you can only override the retirement once for a person. Yeah, I might do it. Give him one more year. I'm come off uh, the bench for you. I'm shit, this dude's unless what, he's still good enough. Unless he's still good enough to start. He's What's like 39. His... I, I think he's still in the 90s, bro. <laughs> I hope that translates to real life, too. Well, I probably will. This dude's a freak athlete. That's true. I, I get it. I get why he spends a million dollars on his fucking recovery each offseason. Like, that's – hey. Hey, Lakers are going to be dangerous this year because LeBron got a long fucking rest. <clears throat> well, he can, he can let – Westbrook do a lot of the, you yeah, know, the heavy doing. Uh, that's what I thought about more often here. I was like, you know, Westbrook probably fits more because LeBron don't have to do everything. 
Westbrook, like I don't, I don't are, think LeBron is one of those uh, load management type people. Yeah, but what he'll be able to do with Westbrook is he wouldn't have to go full steam every single regular season game. Westbrook could play enough for both of them. Me that, personally, I'd like to see LeBron start at the power forward and then um, have Anthony Davis start at the center. And then you have Westbrook, and then give me two shooters on the wings. Mm. Okay. I mean, shit, y'all got some. You got what, Wayne Ellington? And then, um, you know, uh, AD can slide down to the four when we bring in Dwight Howard. Or against certain teams, we're probably going to have to start Dwight Howard, like against Jokic and people like that. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. But, um, so I'm trying to think what else has happened and what's really big noteworthy over the last few days. That was about the only thing from Saturday. There wasn't any. Um... Well, so is it confirmed or is it not with CM Punk? Because at this point, I feel like he is uh, trolling is what I think he's doing. I think it's pretty much all but confirmed. Like, like it's. It's I, I listen. I, I'm gonna take the same stance that me and you have taken with CM Punk over to ever since he left. Mm-hmm. When I see CM Punk, yeah, that's when I'll that's when I'll believe that CM Punk is back. When I see him enter uh, an arena on AEW or WWE, which it looks like it would be AEW. Oh man! Then dude. that's when I'll that's when I'll then that's when I'll be about it. <clears throat> I just find it crazy that, like, all this noise now, like, it's all punk. That's all everybody cares about. What if it's not and it's Daniel Bryan? <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. I think I thought that'd be a really good way to get um, Bryan some heel and let him be a heel. Punk has this huge return, and at the end of it, Bryan comes out and, and trashes him. I'm all for that, feud. Because you, if you mean to tell me you get an unscripted heel Bryan Danielson? Against CM Punk? Excuse me. The only downside to that, obviously, is somebody going to lose immediately. Uh, Daniel Bryan can easily lose. Yeah, he can take it. Now, for me, like, I've been thinking about this, too. I think a good opponent for Bryan, um, if he comes into AEW, I would like to see him face Miro for the TNT Championship. Yo, you saw what Kurt Angle said about Miro? Yeah, I saw that. I saw the tweet and everybody. Like, listen, I'll tell you right now, and this and this might go into our. uh, Like I said, I have a a tweet later that we're going to discuss. Yeah. If this was fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, or whatever, (laughs) nobody need to get in a little scuffle with Kurt Angle. Okay. You take anybody down. If Kurt Angle wanted to come face Miro, would I be against it? No. Nah. It's Kurt Angle. It's like we're talking about with Ric Flair. Exactly, yeah. You know, if, if they like to get one last match of glory, they don't feel like they – especially with Angle because, I mean, I don't think turn his in last the match in WWE match. was something to be remembered. Yeah, I get it. Good rub for uh, Baron Corbin, but I get it. Um, I get it. was it my direction that I would have went with it, but – I get it. I wish, honestly, as much as everybody wanted Cena, I would have if he could have went. I wish it would have been Jason Jordan. Would have yeah, been. I think that might have been their original plan. 
Yeah. Um. And wow, what a what a fucking talent! I've been watching some of the old NXTs and American Alpha. That whole run, very. I, I definitely saw that Gable had kind of the total package, you know. With he kind of had the gimmick, he kind of had the mic skill a little bit, but. I think Jason Jordan had low had some charisma hiding in there. Jason Jordan had uh, potential, <clears throat> like yeah. he had what you really can't teach, and that's he had the look. Yeah. Um. So when you have the look, it then becomes: can you put it together in the ring? Can you put it together mm-hmm. on the microphone? In the yeah. ring, not too bad. I've seen worse. I've seen better, but he was pretty yeah. good. He had his moments. Um, yeah. On the microphone was where it was that he never quite got it together yet. And maybe over time he could have developed that. But in that, in the time that I got to see Jason Jordan, that was the weak spot that really uh, prohibited him from going any further. He kind of reminded me of a young Shelton Benjamin almost. You know, in looking a, back. In as, a as, sense, but Jordan was a lot more soft spoken. Well, yeah, but just size comparison. He, he had that same fit. Kind of, uh, but yeah, because that's where Shelton never really exceeded, you know, was his mic game. If he was uh better on the microphone, he probably would have been a higher up on the card, maybe because he had the background. I wouldn't mind seeing Shelton if provided that he's gonna stay with the company. Yeah. Um. I, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe they take him to uh, join Alpha Academy. Mm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because right now he's kind of directionless. He's probably there for a few house shows. He's gonna take a take the fall here. You know, twenty four seven on camera. Yeah. So he's not really a whole lot going for him. I think that would help. <clears throat> um. Either that, or if you know, maybe send him to NXT and he could be part of the Diamond Mine. Hmm. But you I, mean, know, I don't. I don't know. There's. There's. I feel like he does need something. You know, a lot of people are sitting here tripping about NXT, and I think NXT is about to be fucking better starting here soon. The only thing I I don't like is that it's going back to being taped. What are you talking about? That's when NXT was the best. I mean, I get it, but. It's. I'm. Just, I, I do miss the times of. I'm, I'm gonna miss oh. the time of being able to watch with no spoilers, because I'm well, obviously gonna get spoiled. Well, nah. I mean, if WWE. If people. I mean, honestly, here's my thing when it comes to spoilers on NXT stuff and things that are taped, especially in something like NXT that's a a very small arena like that. It's the journalist's fault that fucking go around here and fucking get this information they shouldn't post it um, i mean i mean even the fans i mean some fans are going there and they'll like, hey, my blah, 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 blah. Thing, if i became an insider <clears throat> and i had an inside source from WWE and stuff like that i i would post news and shit like that but i would try my best if a show was taped i would try my hardest not to support also like we even did it before like we <clears throat> the the couple weeks that NXT was on sci-fi recently. They had them taped and I had gotten the spoilers, but yeah. like, even like I said on air, I don't want to talk about the spoilers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, 
we kind of knew the the cross at Joe was going to happen the minute Cross retained. Yeah, that, that kind of set the, the tone. And I'm all for if with this new rebranding of NXT, Samoa Joe's at the top of it. So <clears throat> imagine that would have happened live, and the internet didn't know about it. Yeah, I get it. It would have been more of a moment, <clears throat> but I get, I, I, I get what you're saying too, though. I, I get it too, but at the same time, as much as a moment it was, it was kind of inevitable, and we kind of already saw it coming. Oh, I mean, once once Joe got choked out, you, you we knew what that meant. I mean, I knew it the minute he choked Adam Cole out. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, come on. And uh, or, at that point, you know, I knew at some point. It was the same thing with Austin when he was getting physically provoked. At some point, he was going to step in that ring. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he ever did, though. I don't think he ever quite stepped in. He did whoop some ass, but I don't think he ever stepped in the ring. Well, he never had another match. No. Obviously, because his last match was shot out. Shout out to Bobby Lashley trying to get him to come out of retirement. <laughs> and shout out to Stone Cold for completely no-selling it. <laughs> He brought that shit up and also was like, <laughs> and just kept going. Didn't even didn't even acknowledge it, son. Of course, he's probably man. in his mind. He's probably in his mind. He's probably being nice. He's probably in his mind like, bro, if I ever came out, it wouldn't be against you. No offense. Nah, it's not Austin style of match. That's Austin's like, listen here, I don't need to come out here and get beat up by Bobby Lashley. If I'm going in, I need someone to take the bump for me, like Styles. I'd be all for Austin and Cena. Yeah, yeah, that that would be one of the few matches that I want to see him or Reigns, Cena or Reigns. Hell, him or Triple H one more time. I mean, yeah. or The Rock. I mean, or shit, any of these. But AJ Styles and Austin would be interesting too. Listen, if Stone Cold ever did come out of retirement, I don't think he will. I mark out, son. I'll, be, I'll be, <laughs> whoever the fuck you want to face, bro. It don't matter to me. It'd just be cool oh, to see yeah. him again on regular television. Shit, you know if he ever went to Vince, Vince be ready to write that check, son. Vince will cut the check today. <laughs> Matter of fact, he wouldn't even cut the check. He would wire the money ASAP. to Austin's bank account. Yeah, son. Yeah. How many figures? Yeah, that'd be just a signing bonus. Then this dude's going to get more after the match. <laughs> um. Man, it's crazy though, how like there's a lot of wrestlers right now that are very up there in that that age point, man. Like like you kind of tweeted it the other night, or last night actually, about Randy Orton, man. That shit kind of fucking almost got me teary eyed, and I was like, damn, I can't, I don't think I want to see Orton leave, like one day, you know? Yes. So I was just like, it hit me while I was watching it, um, because I was like, Randy Orton versus Omos. Okay, this is a match that we're more than likely not gonna remember. 15 to 20 years from now. I mean, maybe we will just because we remember dumb shit. But, um, but like, these are the matches that it's not at the pay-per-view. It's not, you know, a huge match. These are the matches you need to remember while they're still happening. Like, enjoy, yeah. like, instead of be like, oh, Randy's just facing Omos. Be like, okay, look, Randy Orton's get up there. How many more years is he legit going to do this? Let me enjoy watching a legend while they're still at the top of their game. Because Randy Orton, for all intents and purposes, is still in his prime. Uh, yeah. Um, me, personally, the way he looks, I feel like he can go another 10 years. I think he could if he wants to. Realistically, maybe five or six. 
he might. Yeah, like I said, if it's five to seven years, at least now while he's still going and he's having these matches on Raw or yeah. whatever show he ends up being on, like just kind of cherish it. Hell yeah, dude. Like, uh, like we're talking about Austin. Like, uh, I didn't know that match where Rock was going to be his last match. I was just excited he just got back. Man, that shit sucked, bro. That so sucked. I was like, what? what? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Last match, man. I, that, it really kind of sucked because when they still brought him around, you were still kind of lingering on and hoping. And, like, yeah. this was going to lead to something. And... Oh man, especially when he ended up being the referee between Lesnar and Goldberg. And me at the time, when that match was happening, I wasn't really big in the dirt sheet, so I didn't even know Goldberg and Lesnar were leaving. I do I do remember knowing that. I do recall knowing that they were leaving after that match. And it kind of did put a damper on it for me. So I, I get why the crowd just booed them both. That match could have been so much bigger. Well, they made up for it at that Survivor Series. They did. Yeah, I minute, felt like. minute, what, minute 20 something or a minute 40 something? That was one of the fucking craziest moments. I remember when we were watching that. Dude, that was just a crazy <laughs> moment. Like, but then again, that's, that. I mean, that could happen. It's Goldberg. Well, <laughs> I, I think that was my actual direct quote after it happened. After Goldberg beat Lesnar, just like that, and pinned him, it was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's Goldberg. Exactly. That's why in the back of my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, like, yeah, as much as I want Lashley to retain, the kid in me is like, that's still Goldberg. I mean, he still looks like he could still do this. That's where I'm at with Roman and Cena. Like, look, I, 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 I want Roman to win. And I'm more than likely picking Roman to win. But John Cena scares me. Look here, man. John Cena has not. But the only good thing for Roman Reigns is Cena does not have a great SummerSlam record. Uh, yeah, well, that's, yeah, that, that's another thing where they might not want to make it any worse. But speaking of SummerSlam records, the GOAT Charlotte Flair undefeated at SummerSlam. Just want to point that out. Oh, do you know who you're picking for that matchup? Oh, I think I just said it. <laughs> Listen, I made uh, like I made the mistake before. <laughs> I, I I broke my own rule, and I put it in I put it in your face that you broke the rule. But right when I made it, so next yeah, the next awesome. month I come around and break my own rule. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing it again, bro. Look, as much as they're booking Rhea, all three of them are getting booked pretty strong. To making it seem like it's unpredictable, it's just very hard to bet against fucking Charlotte Flair in a title match at a pay per view. I mean, this is because she's plus they're trying to give her so many reigns as as quick as they can. Like, yeah, and and people gotta like really understand, man, because it's like we talked about before on here, man. Like when it comes to the women wrestlers, they don't have a a longevity like the men wrestlers at times. And that's main, and, and that's mainly because once a lot of them once they uh, have kids, yeah, and get married, yeah, and, and that, they, they kind of they steer away. Which I get it; I completely understand. I right. guess. So, I mean, people got to also understand that, like, you're not going to see Becky Lynch all the time anymore. You promise? What? I said you promise? 
I, I would hope so. I mean, I'm all right with her being off the screen. I, I'm I mean, kind of indifferent to Becky. Like, I, I like Becky, but I, I, I didn't like her <laughs> when she first turned heel. I liked it that was great. Becky. It was great. A month or two down the line, once she broke her nose, it was all downhill from there. Well, that was the peak, like you said. You the know, the Royal that. Rumble where she against Charlotte after she like <laughs> started she hurt the wrong leg she was holding the the wrong leg while she was getting hurt it all just kind of fell apart for me I was like this, this sucks yeah. and then her character changed up like she she instead of she was like this fake badass like it wasn't natural that yes and and that's what drives me crazy is that little fucking that pouting blow up look. That she would make with her face, like I would just be like, "What? What are you trying to be here? Like, breathe or something for a second? <laughs> like, what? What are you doing there?" Um, I, I don't know, man. I I, I see. I, I don't think as much as Raw probably needs her, like star power. The God, that's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> as much as Raw needs it, I just don't think they would put her away from Seth. Uh, when she comes back, uh, but I mean, back to what we were talking about with uh, the Cena and Reigns and Goldberg and all that. Like, man, as much as like, like I even tweeted it today. I was like, man, Goldberg's a fucking legend, and the hate for him is getting kind of ridiculous. Um, I, I'm always gonna mark out for it, and the crowds, even the casual fans, are marking out for this guy right now. So he's getting good pops. So, I don't know if I'd say I'd mark out for Goldberg, but I, I do. I, I guess, I, I guess, a new word of the day. I'm kind of indifferent towards Goldberg these days. Now, there was a time where Goldberg, I mean, I was Goldberg. Don't fuck with Goldberg. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was a huge time where Goldberg was must see. All right. He was, like, the, he was the second person in my wrestling viewership. That was ever just straight up nickname the man. Mm-hmm. Um, because you had Ric Flair, obviously. You know the, the infamous quote, or just famous quote, because that's just everybody knows that bit. Um, and then when Goldberg was going on his streak, uh, streak, um, Bobby Heenan would always say the man. I mean, yeah, I mean, because. The dude was beating people in no time. Yeah. He didn't get paid by the hour, son. <laughs> now, now, we know who the man was. He was over at WWF at the time, but we won't get into that. Well, that was the that was the number one bald guy in the world, okay? <laughs> Listen, when I, I got into so many, uh, I don't want to say heated debates, but let's say spirited debates with my friends <laughs> because I was the only one in my little group of friends that said that, if they were to face Stone Cold, would beat Bill Goldberg. Oh man, what a match! I was the only one, and everybody's like, Goldberg crushed Stone Cold. I'm like, oh shit. Oh Stone my Cold god, find a way to win. When that, oh man, that's what even sucked too in, in 03, man. When Austin retired, then Goldberg gets signed. The next he comes the next night. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Oh, Siri! Like, there's the match. <laughs> like, there it is. 
you know, like, oh, man. Hey, you know, maybe well, in I, this day and age, maybe they could have done something, um, you know, with modern surgery, surgery and stuff. Maybe they could have saved Austin's career. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, back then, he did have some pretty serious fucking neck surgery. I, I remember listening to the podcast with him and Angle and how they were comparing their two, you know, their necks. Yeah. Dude, both of those guys are fucked. Yeah. That's kind of another reason. Like, I, I, Kurt Angle wants to wrestle. By all means, let him wrestle. Yeah, but he is a shell of who he used to be, man. He's not. Yeah, his neck, man, his neck worries me. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't want something to get strained or something to happen again while he's yeah, in the ring. Dude, yeah, because this dude could get paralyzed type shit. Like, so in that aspect, listen, I'm not going to stop anybody. Like, it's Kurt Angle. If this dude wants to get in the ring, it's, you know, it's his decision. You know, and if he can get, if he's cleared, then he's cleared, you know, or whatever. But, uh, you know, at the same time, it worries me. And uh, I think. He, and- I think he was talking about he's about to have another surgery on his neck. I thought, fuck. I thought like there was something else he had to get kind of fused up or something like man. He's just his neck's just fucked. That's but his neck's been but his neck's been fucked since the Olympics on like all through his life pretty much. Yeah. You know, wrestling didn't really help his neck. No, um, painkillers and vodka helped a lot. <laughs> Who also didn't help his neck is just those years of all that mat wrestling, all that strain on your neck, and then that Olympic slam or the angle slam that he eventually called it. He he was lifting up some, uh, you know, four or five hundred pound dudes on those sometimes. Yeah, Big Show, fucking Henry, like all these big dudes, man. And and yeah, Bradshaw's, the Farouks, like all these, these dudes were big back then. I mean, if you think about it, and you're you're going in that motion, you grab him where he grabs him, when, and when you pull him up, there's got to be some strain on the neck there, especially if you got some beef that you just picked up, you know? Yeah, and especially if you don't have much help from your 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 opponent there. Who, yeah, you know. like against certain people, like 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 if it was me versus you, yeah. like I'm pretty sure I could pull off an Olympic slam with little to no strain on my neck. Yeah. But yeah, if yeah, I had to lift yeah. another person the size of me, oh god, that's dude. fucked. That's that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, you got to like, yeah. And you put it in that aspect, he was lifting people three, four times the size he was. Easily, dude. And then he was in what? Like well, not the, four, I guess. Jesus, I think he was the the heavyweight division. I think as well in the uh, Olympics. So he was doing a lot. But either way, I mean. Respect to hey, good morning. The legend oh, yeah. Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah, Kurt. Kurt is uh, a man. Like uh, ugly as fuck. Oh, moving on. <laughs> um, dude, just Roman Reigns. That moving on. Oh, uh, as far as last night, uh, the few things that mattered, or I don't say mattered, <laughs> that's a bad way to put it. The, the, the big items from last night was RK Bro is back together and they will be facing Styles and Omos this <laughs> Sunday. Um, those, two are, those two are gold, man. Korean on who's going to win this match. Huh? <laughs> are we both going to have the same answer for this match? 
<laughs> I mean, listen, I want to say RK Bro. But it's AJ Styles. But <laughs> it's not only is it AJ Styles. It's SummerSlam AJ Styles. Not only is it SummerSlam AJ Styles, it's seven foot three Omos. Yeah, who's gonna RKO him? Like <laughs> they're gonna have to incapacitate him, and Styles would have to take the pinfall more than likely. Um, so I'm thinking I'm maybe glad. like I, I want to say RK Bro wins because them having the tag titles would be hilarious. Um, unless this is that moment that we talked about kind of in the past on a few episodes back, um, where this might be where Omos turns on AJ. Yeah, I don't want to say they hinted at it, but they did plant some seeds to maybe some dissension between them on uh, last night on Raw. And there, right there, at any given moment, bam, you got a big top main event babyface AJ Styles. And maybe that's maybe they need to do that. I mean, he'll he'll sell tickets, especially at live events and you know things like that. But, but Lashley and AJ would be pretty good too. I can't. Here's the other thing, though, is I can't put my full faith in Randy Orton playing nice. It's Randy Orton. It's like he even said it himself last night. I'm Randy Orton. Well, I mean, once a snake, always a snake, right? So, <laughs> like, you uh, like you can't trust that that's going to hold together. You got the, the, the very small possible ideal of, of Riddle, RKO, and him. You know, just to, to throw it completely off. Oh man, I'm 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 leaning towards RK Bro winning the titles, and part of that too is because I don't see I see one of the tag titles changing, and I don't see it happening on SmackDown. Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard, man. If if the match still happens, everybody's kind of tripping, but it's kind of all. I mean, Sasha can win that match, can take that SmackDown women's title. Um, she definitely can. So, will, will she? It will be the question. Yeah, everybody's tripping, thinking they got COVID. <laughs> it was kind of odd that they, they got scratched from Charlotte and Columbia over the weekend um at the last minute like they even had to announce it in the arena to the fans and they could have had some could have had some flight issues yeah i mean it could have been travel issues i don't want to speculate it was just it's just odd that it happens like that it doesn't happen like that all the time but even if they got you know the virus or whatever fuck it get them off so they can get ready for SummerSlam and be ready by then well i mean um, that's only a week i don't know most of the time they tell you the course to like 14 days <laughs> Vince, Vince gonna fuck somebody up. SummerSlam, so. but they still advertised it last night during the when they were rolling off the matches for the SummerSlam. Card. Yeah, the See, card. It, it probably was some simple shit, and everybody just overreacting because of how everybody is. Are you are you really gonna sit there and tell me that the internet wrestling community overreacted to something? Oh hell yeah, dude! They do it every day. I mean, they're already <laughs> right now because I mean, there's there's still like a huge, big chance that Punk don't even show up. <laughs> it's it's funny, I, like so for for weeks now, all I, all I've seen on my timeline is Punk this, Punk that, and like everybody's excited for Punk. And the closer it gets, 
and has gotten to Rampage, I'm starting to see more and more of man. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like they don't trust. They don't trust it. The reason why I don't trust it for Rampage, it's Rampage for one, and I go back to what Tony Khan said in an interview few weeks back when he said when you see our roster after all out you'll be like okay we got something here so and all outs in chicago save it for there it's a bigger show and you get more pay-per-view buys you know so, maybe, maybe punk maybe punk shows up friday um maybe at all out he also shows up, and then that's when Brian shows up. Like, there, there's different ways they could do this. I feel like at this point, they might have to do something Friday. And the fact that Khan has already said that this week's episode of Rampage will be like a one time thing, it is like it'll be an episode like none other going forward. It said and, something and to that effect. That's my other thing is like, then why wasn't that your first show? <laughs> well, because this is in Chicago. So like if, if it was punk, yeah, but they're returning but they're, Friday. And they're nicknaming it the first dance. Yeah. I mean, I like, get I'm it. thinking it's it's a play on the Jordan thing. I get it. If it is punk's arrival, then I feel like then he'll have the whole episode. Like the whole episode will be him talking on the mic, like, or at least I don't know how they're going to do it, but like he could be out there. You imagine, I mean, this dude could sit there and cut a 15 to 20 minute promo with ease, but he ain't, yeah, ain't going to be able to even talk for 15 to 20 minutes. That's what a uh, bully Ray said. Bully Ray's like, look, if I got punk coming out there before he comes through that curtain, we're handing you the microphone. You got 10 minutes, pal. Have fun. <laughs> You're going to need more than 10 minutes. Well, that's just his talk time. They know you know he's gonna need about ten minutes just from fucking the crowd. Yeah. And I'm I'm listen, I'm I'm on edge of my seat watching if CM Punk has a live microphone on live television. Man after I'm all this kinda, time, are you kidding? I'm gonna be kinda irritated because for one, this is gonna happen when I'm asleep on Friday. <laughs> Two I'm, it's going to be hard to sleep Friday night because I'm going to be so anxious to check my phone when I wake up and just, uh, I'm going to have, uh, you know, I'm going to be watching that shit. And, but then like, I'm also hearing from people <laughs> that like, nobody should respect, like expect, um, any type of reaction or a reaction type move from WWE at SummerSlam if Punk does show up. It's kind of like they really don't care. I'm sure that's the narrative that WWE would like people to believe. Yeah. I don't think that's the truth. I, no. I for one, think if Punk shows up Friday and completely, want, for one, overshadow SmackDown, for two, tries to steal SummerSlam weekend... I mean, it's a big wrestling good. weekend for them. You already know that they're going to want to do something that's going to make make new way make make this way around the internet to get them to stop talking about punk. 
There's and only that, one thing, man. Cena wins 17. Cena wins 17 because that goes to national news. Cena like, wins 17. Cause see, that's Hollywood. the kind of stuff that bothers me, goddammit. I, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm picking Reigns, but I, I, it's Cena, man. Look, like this right here. Here? I mean, it's kind of like with Edge, and when we look at all the other opponents that Reigns, Reigns has had, this is the most believable. Because we know that shit can happen. Yeah, it could happen. Like, we know it could happen with, like you said, a simple one, two, three. It's all he's got to hang in there for. <laughs> but then again, I could see Roman Reigns holding this title till WrestleMania. Well, especially if fucking The Rock's confirmed for Survivor Series, then I don't see why Reigns should drop this title. I don't, I don't think he should. It'd be interesting, though, if he does, because then I think the Usos are retaining their tag titles. So then you have an interesting dynamic where the Usos are champions and Roman is not. Given the and history of I that storyline. And how is Roman going to like that? He ain't going to like that. Okay, first of all, and that's, like, this is me too, because seeing Roman without that title I want to see how darker this character gets or what, what happens to this character. How does it what make ha- him feel? How does it make him react? Exactly. I think it's going to be... So if you think back, like me and you watched a lot of it with, say, Triple H. Like, yeah. when this guy had his championship, this dude oh. was laid back. Everything was fine. I am the game. And, <laughs> the you know, I'm a diamond. I'm, a diamond. <laughs> I'm the greatest of all time. You know, I used to love and this that. dude lose his title. This dude got fucked up in the head, son. Yo, he was not right. You don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> Imagine how much of a dick Roman would be. Yo, Roman might destroy the locker room. Ain't gonna get real pissed off. He might fuck up Jimmy Uso if he say something smart. Uh, anybody like Jay would probably be like, you know, real sympathetic. Like, man, we'll we we'll, we'll, we'll gonna get him back. We're gonna get him back, and Jimmy gonna be like, man. You gonna boss <laughs> us around? We the champions right now, Oos. Oh no! You oh get no! Slapped, son. Right the <laughs> right across the fucking mouth, son. That damn uppercut, um, hand, oh. open hand that he does. Oh, clock <laughs> that the whole family does. Yeah, well, just... <laughs> yeah, everybody besides the Rock. Well, unless you count his punches, he kind of does slap people. But uh, so that so then you got that dynamic that they could play. So they like I could absolutely see Cena beating Roman Reigns. I'm still picking Roman. Oh but, my god! Just and just for Cena to rub it in, he just sent a fucking video via satellite on the set. Hey Roman, just wanted to check in and let you know the champ is here. <laughs> See, that'd be the worst part about it is, like, he won't even be there. I know. And, uh, uh, dude, I'm I'm hating that every day I'm inching closer towards Cena winning that match. Dude, I thought the Edge and Roman match had me on the fucking, like, pins and needles and shit. This Cena and Roman match is, oh, 20 times worse. I absolutely have my winner for the uh, the Seth and Edge. But I'm not going to lock it in yet. Just because there's still one more episode of SmackDown. 
just like last year or last year, last month at Money in the Bank, I didn't have my winner for the men's Money in the Bank locked in until that last SmackDown. I saw something that clinched it for me with Big E. And I need to watch this last episode. Yo, there's a yo, there's a lot going on with that universal title match. Okay. Yeah, you got Big E floating around there. Well, you got Baron Corbin stealing the briefcase now. And then you get the Balor issue. Like, like there's a possibility that Cena nor Roman Reigns could walk out Universal Champion. Yeah, I've thought about that too. Like, like what if Baron tries to cash in if he still has and, the briefcase? And he does. <laughs> it, in in that case, I'd see Cena winning, and then having Cena be cashed in on. Um, I don't know how long Cena's around though. Like, when's he supposed to leave for filming? I think I think he's still scheduled for the next SmackDown or two. Well, the last interview that someone asked Cena about, like, hey, how long you stick around? He goes until these fans are tired of me. Um, <clears throat> he said the crowd. He said the crowd would let him know. So take that how you want to take it but that that tells me that like man this dude must not have a huge part going on in this film <clears throat> i think as while like travel restrictions might be getting a little crazier right it now be, it might be delayed things might be getting delayed so maybe maybe he stays with WWE longer that only helps feed the fat uh feed the fuel that he could win on sunday or saturday sorry and then you know there's still my fantasy booking in my head that fucking Bray Wyatt might pop up Saturday. Listen, I'm, I'm wait I'm I'm waiting for this dude to pop up anytime. Like I still like I got this hope burning down deep in my system that I'm just waiting on Bray, man. Like I'm that's I'm just waiting on Bray. He honestly is he? yeah, the that that's the missing piece for me in wrestling right now. It, um, uh, me too. Like I've always, we've not, always grown up with. There's always some kind of dark side. It, yeah, I'm I'm okay with whatever happens with CM Punk at this point. If it's AEW, if it's not, I'm cool with it at this point because now I just want to see it fucking happen and be done with. But, I want and, to see matches. There's matches I'd like to see. I'd like to see Punk versus Omega. See, here's my problem, though, with a lot of these matches that everybody wants. <laughs> like, Punk already wins. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Everybody, besides, like, certain people because of their legends, that you put Punk in or on paper with, he wins. In the ring and on the microphone because of his accolades, for one. It's, it's seeing Punk. I mean, once this dude steps foot back into wrestling, he's about to be like the biggest thing in wrestling. So while when he first gets back, while he's still when he gets back, he's gonna be faced no matter what he's doing. So like while he's still like trying or not trying, but while he's still getting big time cheers from the crowd, I think it would be a good time for them to go ahead and capitalize and have him feud with MJF. <sighs> I think MJF uh, hasn't hasn't had enough people like really uh, like fucking hurt him on the microphone. Like Jericho is really good on the microphone, but he ain't never went in and hurt this dude on the microphone yet. 
Oh man. CM Punk might hurt this dude on the microphone, and that's only gonna make MJF better. Uh, yeah. And, and that's my thing too. You put MJF on the mic with somebody like Punk, you really get to see if he really is the shit on that microphone. Yeah. Um, because yeah, MJF is actually really good. He understands the business. I get it. He understands wrestling, especially from the heel persona. He understands it. But I need to see if he really is at that level that I put him at and that other people put him at. So I get that for you. I'd love to see it. Overall, I like I I don't really care to watch but, MJF wrestle too much, but, but here's my problem. Here's my problem with CM Punk versus Omega is Omega about to get exposed on the microphone badly. Um. Well, uh, let's 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 call it what it is. It's gonna be CM Punk versus Don Callis. Dude, Don Callis ain't even gonna have it. I mean, poor. I mean, yeah, Don Callis is good, but oh man. Listen, there's only a few people that can hang with Punk on the microphone. If we're being real, I love to see Punk in this Roman Reigns. If he's just like he was doing with Cena, he's like, is that it? He's done. Yo, that's the funniest shit I love about Roman Reigns. He just let, lets everybody do what they're going to do because he knows when that bell rings, you're fucked. It's, it's, it's like, get serious real quick. I'm going to smash you. <laughs> and I'm going to send you back to Hollywood. Oh, jeez. Yo. Cena was on, yo. Cena was on fire. That was dope. So, in the last episode of uh, We oh. the Villains, we did mention um, we were wondering what the rating was going to be for Rampage. Well, it turned out to be uh, seven hundred forty thousand, and that's Damn, a pretty. That's it? I, I mean, that's pretty good for. I mean, well, I don't remember what I said. I was thinking I said either like seven to eight hundred thousand minimum. Well, I overshot that one. So, I think like. I said um, yeah, I think you were looking higher, but I was – I didn't – it's a different night. It, you know, that's – it's that – nah, man, it's that time slot, too, I feel. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. They're going to be watching this Friday. This Friday, they might hit two mil. I mean, I don't know about all that, but I'd like to think they, they probably going to hit – They're going to hit a milli at least. I wonder what they're going to hit Friday. I'm real curious. Bro. There's people that don't watch wrestling right now about to watch wrestling yeah. because of Friday. CM Punk is pop culture. Man, there's bitches. There's all kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I don't mean it in a bad term to the world. <laughs> nah, man. It's just like when I had the Sasha on the day we the Bills pay. I said, that's a bad bitch right there. Bro, Sasha be killing the game, man. Um, My wifey makes fun of me now every time Sasha Banks is on TV. You're welcome. Yeah, I thought you might have put, like, Naomi on there or something, but then after I saw that, I was like, ah, must have been Sasha, because I never saw it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so they only had, like, three – they only had three options that were WWE. Wow, for the peacock thing, and um, it was Roman Reigns, which I already had, and it was um, Sasha Banks or Oscar. Wow, damn, 
Eh, that's dope. It worked out. <laughs> so I, um, other than that, last night, like I said, Lashley Goldberg thing, blah, 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 blah. There wasn't really a whole lot else. Um, I'm going to have to go back and watch the promos, but I'm hearing some good shit about this Elias right now. Uh, yeah, just watch the videos. It, it's not, there's not a whole lot to them. It's not like groundbreaking shit, but it, it's got me very intrigued. Um, you know, it's like, it's it basically, I think he says it maybe in both of them. And WWE used to stand for Walt with Elias, but now Elias is dead. And I saw he had a tombstone. Yeah. And the first one he burned his guitar. So like, I'm curious to see where what this means. Of course, you know, you got a lot of the people online half jokingly talking about, yeah, we'll see you in a few months when you're the new fiend. Um, oh wow. If they did listen, I'll I'm gonna tell you right now, if they I don't think this is obviously gonna happen. I don't think if they did smart. that shit and then the fiend shit started happening and he came out there and that was not Bray Wyatt. It ain't gonna work. It, I, I'd have to. I might have to turn off the television. Uh, look, if that unless were to that ha- means the real fiend's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Like if that were to happen, that would be the only hope I would get out of that. But then that would almost guarantee that Bray about to jump ship. <laughs> <laughs> And come up, but then again, I'm intrigued. Like, okay, that'll be run with that. Whatever this guy Bray's about to do next is gonna top whatever he's ever done in his whole career, more than likely. So, if you haven't um, watched those, those are worth the watch. I'm sure you could probably find them on Twitter. YouTube probably has them. I'm sure. <laughs> Yo, that would be nuts. Um, I mean, it's not you know, it's not far fetched, but. Maybe maybe he's not that. I saw someone joke and say, "Oh, he's about to start rapping now," and I started fucking laughing. <laughs> I only, it's gonna be weird if he changes up his look a lot. So, like, what if he cuts his hair and shaves his beard? I only seen this like I, when I was watching NXT Takeover 2015 when Sami Zayn won the NXT title from Neville. Yeah, he was one of the people in the ring, and I almost didn't even fucking recognize him. Damn. Like, this dude had, like, short hair. I mean, he looked like a twat basket. Definitely one of the characters that worked a lot better on the main roster than in NXT. By far. But I remember seeing the potential in NXT. I was like, man, this might work. If it just, it might, it might, you know, I just didn't know how it was going to work. But then when he started randomly walking backstage on yeah. Raw, I was like, oh, it's going to work here. That's where it's going to work. That's <laughs> yeah, where- and that's funny, man. Like, it's weird how that works, too. I hate to say that word again. But, like, there's some things that NXT, just, you don't see it. But then when it's on the main roster, it's like, oh, yeah, I see what's happening here. It is I two mean, different universes, man. It really is. Uh, you, got, certain... you, got, you got people like Emma, who down at NXT was going off and was like dumb <laughs> over with her little dance. And then she got trans- the main I... roster, dude, and it was just flat. All right, dude. I, I'm, it's funny you bring her because I saw her come across my 
Twitter the other day, and I'm, I'm I was thinking, wow. And I was thinking, huh? Uh, go on. <laughs> oh, brother. Um, I was, uh, yeah, she came across my uh, timeline the other day, and I was thinking to myself, I was going to bring it up on the podcast, too, if I remembered, and I'm glad you brought her up, uh, that she has to be the most, like, bust from being in WWE and leaving WWE. <laughs> like, she just busted. Mm, I wouldn't say that. I, what has she done outside of WWE? Like, I don't even know what she does. I mean, she's only been in, like, what, Impact or something? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's able to get away with some other stuff, man. I'm pretty sure she's able to do like modeling, as far or, or just like Instagram ads. And I'm sure I'm sure okay, she makes okay, money okay. in other directions. In the, in the wrestling realm, she busted. <laughs> I, I still don't want to say that either. I just think maybe. All right, so you're telling me in like the next year or two, we're gonna we're gonna she's gonna rise up. Well, I guess I'm still I guess I'm still going off of when you said she was the biggest. I mean, she's one of the biggest. I mean, I, don't, over I, I still don't want to call her a bust. I mean, I, I just don't know if she's I don't know if maybe I don't know if maybe she's into it like that. I, I do know she has that condition. Um, I can't remember what it is right now that that might limit her as well, too. Oh, I didn't even know she had a condition. So damn, I can't I'm sorry. remember. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't even remember what it is. I said sorry. And I don't. Even, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what it is, dude. It's. It's. I don't even know if it's like. I don't know if it. it you know, disables her that much. I. I just remember something coming out about it like a year or two ago. Gotcha. Um, uh, you can make a cast for uh, a case for Colin Cassidy, or whatever the hell they call him these days. Well, apparently he's killing it in Impact, but I ain't really seen much. Yeah, well, it's Impact. Who watches? Um, exactly, dude. Like I don't. I look. I don't even care that Christian Cage is your Impact champion. I still don't care. <laughs> only reason I'm watching anything Impact right now is the occasional times that I turn on Pluto TV. Just and then they'll have some old Impact on there. I and mean, it's like. And then, or I'm watching, like you said, AEW. I just watched the Impact World Title match, but it's only like, because it was on AEW. Colin Monswell fucking like stop being a good guy out here and just buy these other companies. Fuck it, take the talent. I mean, dude, because these shows, no one's watching Impact Wrestling. Like, look, the viewership shows you every week. No one's watching. They only get like two hundred thousand tops. Ain't nobody watching that. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what their financial situation is. I don't even know if it would be that profitable for him to even buy them, or just just acquire the talent. Fuck I it. think I think that's they they got like a partner with the partnership they got now. So it, what the now that crowds are starting to get back around, I think their goal in all this is going to be. Yes, we're going to feature Impact stuff over here on AEW, which gains them a little exposure. Um, but then what we can do is also send some of our other talent maybe over to Impact. Um, and then you're getting you're getting them in ring time, for one. Um, and you're getting Impact a little bit of advertisement because you have AEW superstars coming over 
maybe some more eyes on that. I, yeah, I, I do understand. I get it. It kind of goes back the whole WCW and New Japan back in the day. Um, but I don't know, man. Like I hear a lot of people talking that like AEW Impact and New Japan could probably do like a big super show. Yeah, paper surprise me. Um, I mean, I I could see that benefiting the other two companies. Uh, but I mean, New Japan, I can't take serious with Will Ospreay as your world champion. Or is he? No, he's not even the world champion. Takagi is, I think. Shingo. I say Osprey is what the U.S. champion, right? No, Osprey was the world heavyweight champion in New Japan, but he got injured, so they relinquished. He had to strip, get stripped of it. Well, either way, don't sleep on Osprey. Well, he showed up at the latest New Japan show with the title. <laughs> yeah, I seen something about that, but I'm not I'm not big on him, man, because he's good in the ring, but he's just another one of these wrestlers that does a special kick every now and then and a bunch of cutters. Like, come on, man! <laughs> Everybody's doing cutters. Look, man, like, and, and another thing, like when it comes to Will Osprey, he's great in the ring. Ricochet's better. Wish Jay Swag was around so he could give his input on that one. I'd be interested. He's watched Osprey more than any of us probably. I'm interested to see his input on that. It's just, it's just kind of like I mean I don't know, man. It, it's it's starting for me like the older I get now, man, to get into the a lot of the new style of the high flying and or the small guys, as they like to call it nowadays. I guess now that you mentioned High Flyer, I do got this tweet. Um, Dude, you've been holding on for that. It's already an hour in this? Holy shit. Yeah, right? We got we got sent off on tangent after tangent. I came across this tweet on Twitter, and it kind of it was thought it was pretty cool. Maybe something we could talk about on the show. It's from Word. at Shandran the Man. Interesting name. <laughs> Shandran um, the Man. And basically – the premise of the tweet is he gave four different categories and it said, who is the greatest of all time in each of these categories? Ooh. So what I thought we could maybe do is kind of play on that and give that answer or maybe see what you think and then possibly even say and switch it over to who's the best active superstar oh, okay. in each of those categories. So like all time inactive, whichever ones you think of. Um, um, all right, yeah, so, cool. I'm about to hit this ball. So, what's first? So, the first category is uh, Matt Wrestling, the GOAT Kurt Angle. So, I got um, so yeah, I'm trying to think of who's the GOAT and active. And so, without even thinking hard, you, you went straight with Kurt Angle. <laughs> to me, he's my GOAT. On the mat. Um. Yeah, he's mine too. <laughs> so I mean, like, Wild, yeah, I got a second. I got dude right on right on my paper right here. I got three names on this damn sheet, and it, it those are right in order: Angle, Benoit, Malenko. Oh yeah, 
That's that's the three right there. Like Brett, <laughs> Brett Hart wasn't much of a slouch in what far as Matt wrestling goes. And there's a difference between technical and Matt wrestling. <laughs> right. Which, if you want to say technical, <coughs> damn, Benoit might be two or one himself there. Benoit was very good. It's, a shame, Shawn Michaels is it's, in there. it's a shame he's not really spoken uh, for obvious reasons. Really yeah. Spoken about, like, as far as the historically great wrestlers. But, man, that dude was beyond special in the ring. I never felt I never was much for his care like his yeah his mic skills. Dude. But when he's he, just showing up and kicking and whooping somebody's ass and wrestling circles around them. Right. He's nasty, man. If he had some type of a character, he might have been a multi world champion. And like he was. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I got Angle, Ben Wamalenko. Those are the three names that came to my mind when I'm thinking all time on the mat. That's not saying there's not been some other good ones because you figure when he's actually doing it, Brock Lesnar is pretty good on the mat. Um, Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler. Well, you were going to. Dolph Ziggler gonna, doesn't do it enough, in my opinion. I know you were going to say active, and I was going to say Dolph is probably the best active unless you want to put Chad Gable mat wise. Man, Gable's pretty good. I really didn't think of Gable. Um, Gulak's pretty good, too. Uh, he's not active. I don't think he's with the company. Oh, uh, well. But um, I don't think. To me, one of the best um, from what I've seen is uh, Jonathan Gresham in Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, now, if you're going outside the company, then Oh, there's... yeah, for sure. This this could, this could be broad right. spectrum, but there, I don't see anybody in AEW on Matt Wrestling. Yeah, because... You even I... mentioned them in those names. Oh, the AEW doesn't really have them. But I'm sitting there thinking about it for a minute. Like, I really don't... I really don't think they have much of that, that style. That's actually the one style they're missing. Yeah, yeah, and I never really thought about it before, but they are missing that... that... Heckle monster. And Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson to be the perfect get for them. So then that's that's another guy that came to mind. Um because he, yeah, he can do it. Active? Uh, <laughs> hmm? Is he considered active? Because he's he, active. He's active enough. Like we you know he ain't done. But with well, being on the like actual mat, man, I gotta go with either Gable or Ziggler as the best active. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with those choices. Like I said, I wish Ziggler used it more. Like, I wish he used some more shoot-style wrestling in his technique instead of all the flash, because now at an older age, I think it makes more sense to eliminate some flash from the moveset and be a little more dirty, no pun intended. He should be in the Alpha Academy. Dolph Ziggler could run the Alpha Academy. Well, yeah, because he but is. He's doing what he's doing. Even though he's undefeated at Kent State, Chad Gable is an Olympian. <laughs> so I didn't really even have anything on my page earlier, but do you have someone in the women, uh, you know, women's wrestling division, whatever, uh, uh, that Matt would go wrestling? under Matt wrestling? It's not really, it's not really done so much. I mean, what the closest thing is what Oscar maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. 
it's not a whole lot of Matt wrestling. Maybe I mean I guess you could say Shayna Baszler. Yeah, more joint manipulation. She, than yeah, but she does. You know, she does more ground moves, and that's say more than the other ones do. I mean, she probably can. She probably because of that MMA background, she might be the best. Even though I, I even though it never looks good in the ring, I know she knows how to do it. It would be Natty. Yeah. Um, that's why, like I always said, Natty might not be the like. It doesn't look portrayed great presentation wise on camera and in the ring, but I'll have she's her. She's got all the skills. Day. Like training these other women and everybody all day. Let her do that. Yeah, yeah. she's got all, all the skills. So to me, she's got all the skills, but none of the intangibles to be like a, a big star. And but this is the thing though. Natty might be one of those that. She might not be the big star, but she might can make big stars behind the scenes. Yeah, and that's great. And that that's something you need. Like somebody who's learning that now, like fucking TJ Wilson, Tyson Kidd, like he's learning it now. Like he's fucking better at a producer, even though he's great in the ring. If he was still but, going, he he could be in this conversation too. I mean, I'm like, oh shit, this Cesaro too. But I say that's more technical. Yeah. Um so, you know, since I don't really have that as one of the categories, technical, it's a little different than Matt. Of course, it's different from Matt Wrestling. Who would you put as technical, the best technical wrestler today? Active? Yeah. Damn, Cesaro's up there, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Pro- AJ yeah. Styles. Styles. That, that's the GOAT technical. He's like, he's the closest thing to Shawn Michaels there is out here. So, good. Styles. I'll say there's some really good ones too because uh, Kevin Owens surprisingly is like a mix of all these categories. He's a hybrid. Um, All the categories that I have on this list, and you'll see why after each one, there's only three more, um, is a mix of all these, man. He does every single one of them. And that's why Kevin Owens is great. Yeah. I mean... Um, KO, it's crazy because when you look at Kevin Owens, if you never look at him, you don't think this dude can do any of this shit that he does. Like, nah, he ain't no wrestler. He can't be no, he can't entertain me. But this dude does everything. He checks all the boxes. All the boxes. Like, that is a a a diamond right there. That that's just that somebody, God, WWE does not ever want to let him go. No, Kevin Owens, as great as he is, is not like a larger than life superstar, though. Um, yeah, and but like you said, checks all the boxes. He this checks all the boxes. This dude's and one of my was, favorite five uh, active superstars. Uh, yeah, dude, like it's like because no matter what he does, he will entertain me at some level. Yeah, dude. So. The, we're talking about the feud with Roman um, and, you know, the, the feuds with Cena he had when he first came up as NXT champion. The this Sammy dude feud. Was, like, oh, this this, this dude was, is masterful. Just put on displays and shows why he is, like, main event talent. I, I, well, it's like the stuff I was watching here, like, after he took the title from all the stuff he was doing here with Finn, Finn Balor, man. That was good shit. Like, I mean, but, yeah, um... Best technical, if you add that one, man, it's gonna have to be AJ Styles, though. 
So the and next, then Cesaro would have to be right there at second. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard not to fix Cesaro. Dude's just so good. But what would you consider a Seth Rollins? Is that I, technical? I, I, I thought about him. Um, or is that just all around? He's got a few styles too. Um, he's he's like a. You know, it's it's so hard, man. It, it, over the years, these categories, so many different superstars have found a way to blend these styles together. Yeah. So it's almost like when you pick these, you're picking like a little part out of some of these guys' arsenal, especially when we're trying to figure out who the active people are. But, yeah, I will have to count AJ Styles in that technical one, though, I would say. More than so Matt. The next category, though, is um, is Brawler. The greatest of all and time? The greatest of all time and then active, however, or whichever direction or order you think of them as. Greatest brawler of all time is probably going to be Stone Cold to me. Right, same answer, right, not written on the uh, paper, right there. I already knew. <laughs> actively, is Roman considered a brawler? I want to say Roman might fall under the category of the next cat uh, under the next category. Okay. Um. But you be the judge. I mean, the next category is powerhouse. Uh, see, these these two right here confuse me. I mean, but there is a definite difference. Yeah, but why put a? It's probably didn't put a high flyer in this this list. Um, that's that's actually the last category. <laughs> oh wow. Damn, yeah. I could have you already went through them all after you said powerhouse. Um, but well, I, I added technician. All right, so. brawler, man, I, I'm gonna have to put Roman Reigns in that category for me. Okay, for me. But if he doesn't count, damn, I see what you mean. KO could be this. Wow. Yeah. He just checks every box. It's just he checks wild. every box, dude. What what a great what that just sums up KO man. So there's a lot of good brawlers. Like while you're thinking, I'm just gonna kind of spitball a little bit here. Um, like over the years, there's been so many brawlers, and there 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 can be combination brawler powerhouses like a JBL. I see him more as a brawler, but I can see where you could consider him a powerhouse as well. Um, of course, the Brooklyn oh, yeah. brawler. But, yeah, uh, currently I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Roman because I, I got my, I got my powerhouse. Um, Fole, I guess Foley yeah. would be like a good brawler too. That that's not brawl. That's hardcore. I, <laughs> I know, but not every match was a hardcore match. When he was actually wrestling, I'd probably be sure him a brawler. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you watching me Foley matches? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, I could have sworn every time I seen this guy, he was taking a chair shot or doing something, <laughs> <laughs> something fucking involved. I literally cannot, like, right off the top of my head, I can't remember one regular match. 
that's some funny shit. It's some true shit, but that's some funny shit. It, you can't even count Royal Rumble. This dude would bring weapons into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's not fair. It started with him and Terry Funk. What do you think? <laughs> Yo, whose idea was that? Then the dudes are going to kill each other. Well, middle-aged and crazy. <laughs> um, Great Royal Rumble, by the way, 98. We watched that it. shit so many times. <laughs> but like, like I said, JBL, pretty good brawler. Um. Yeah, Austin is who I had on my page too because that's I've always considered him a straight up brawler. He's coming in, he's throwing rights and lefts and nick kicks. Oh, and is that is that considered what Cena would be? A brawler, or is he a powerhouse? Kind of, yeah, I could. You can make a case for either. But over the years, everybody kind of in the early years too, they kind of credit him for his strength more than anything. Yeah, because that was his biggest asset. It wasn't like he, he's not gonna out uh technician you. He's no. um so but he was strong and resilient for sure. So for as far as though like my active people, um I did write down two names after just kind of thinking about it for a second. Yeah. Um one of them WWE, one of them not. Um and uh WWE wise, I Seamus. Is uh, I, I do, uh, I do think he's a great brawler. He is a excellent brawler. Actually, one of the best. Cause this, I mean, he's so stiff. He consider his accolades. He could be top ten all time. I love Seamus, man. Like I, I don't think Seamus gets enough love, and it's kind of cool because he's kind of like flying under the radar right now over on Raw. But every time he's on the TV, I enjoy it. Like I enjoy watching Sheamus. Well, that's that's another guy. I didn't give a moment. That's WWE champion, right? You know, he's. I mean, he's got the look for that, and he can handle that crowd. Um, just, just another name that came to mind real quick for Matt Wrestling. Before I forget, um, Kyle O'Reilly's not too shabby either. Yeah, he's actually not bad. It didn't come to mind earlier, but um, it just hit me. Um. But yeah, Seamus, man. Like I, I love Seamus. So like he, I have him for active, and then like AW wise, uh, John Moxley. Um, it, yeah, he's definitely the best brawler in AW. So like I, I got them written down. So that's who, that's who came to my mind. And I, did, unlike my high fives, I really didn't think long and hard on these. It's just what popped up in my head. Well, these when are I, ones you can't really sit here and just like. I feel like when you come up with something like this, man, you could make a high five out of each one of these categories. I could, sure. but um, but man, that takes some time. So, so I guess we can kind of shift toward powerhouse, though. Did you have any thoughts on that? I'm kind of I'm trying to figure out who's the best of all time. Is my thing active? I have two. One in WWE and one in AEW. You have a powerhouse in AEW? Miro. Oh, Miro. Uh, man, listen. I was an, uh, a, I was a Fairweather Russo fan in uh, WWE. <laughs> I'll admit that. But Miro right now is one of my favorite things going in all of wrestling. I'm God's favorite champion. 
This dude comes out that mu- the new music he got is so fucking perfect for him. It's it's so shit. perfect for him and like and the crowd's just getting into it, man. They're getting hyped with him because he know he's about to fuck homeboy up. Just wait till the day he steps foot towards that AEW title. That crowd's gonna lose it, dude. I'm telling you right now. I'm uh, this Miro run has been excellent. And Daniel Bryan don't want to fuck with him. I know, but. He that'd might. be interesting. Like that'd be someone that's at least credible enough to take the title off of him if he was to move on to that main title division. But that don't need to happen yet. Like man, see, that's this is the problem, man. Here soon, man. If AEW does land these names that they're they're talking about here, man, their main event scene gets kind of hefty, and then you start to wonder the people you have in there now. How are they going to feel when they know they want to be mid card? Well, so now now we get to see how AEW does when they have all these all the talent like WWE did, and only yeah. and only one title to go around. So, like, how do you how do you build your non title feuds? They have to be um, a little more personal, right? So that's. We're gonna we're gonna start to see some uh, to see what kind of creativity they have um, and to get those non-title feuds over. I want to see like with these guys they're bringing in. There's one thing that AW doesn't do a lot that I want to see a little more of because I feel like they have it. I want to see more more storytelling, more like they they tell it more in the ring with AEW. But I would love to see that that storytelling in the in the entertainment factor just just a little bit more. Like that's, that's why I liked uh, Malachi. Um, yeah, with Cody, that was good. They, they, well, they're it, doing it. They're doing it. It's it's a uh, it's it's a different product though. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but my my powerhouse for AW is Miro currently. For WWE currently, I'm going with Bobby Lashley. That's who I have written down as well. Um, greatest of all time. For some reason, Hogan pops in my head. I mean, you can't you can't really deny it because I mean, I'm gonna go with Goldberg. Goldberg is definitely under that category. <clears throat> um, for yeah, me, I guess Hogan would fit era, into that. For the era I was in, I'm gonna go with Goldberg. But I understand if Hogan is the number one all-time powerhouse. I mean, the two slammed under the giant. So, so for me, all-time, what I have written down was Brock Lesnar. Oh fuck! <laughs> See, he's right there behind Austin and Brawler for me. He can be a brawler. He can Matt wrestle you. Um, but in in a sense, dude. <laughs> huh? He could check all the boxes. Yeah, let's just don't let him high fly no more. Well, that's why he was told not to do that no more. But at least you <laughs> knew he, this dude could do it. Yeah, that could. was a finisher. Yeah. Yo, that um, had to be nuts. And then for other, as far as active goes, I also uh, also have Walter written down. He, he's right there behind Lashley. Cause 
I had Lashley written down as well. I have Walter and Lashley written down. Actually, the top three right there is probably going to be Lashley, Miro, Walter. Because Unless I had Lesnar. Um, You could also consider, like, as far as Brawler goes, I guess you consider The Undertaker a Brawler, too. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that's a tough list. It, it's it's, it's all tough to break it, them down into each category. Because of that whole, man, because Powerhouse and Brawler is so borderline the same thing. They're similar. Oh. It's only because there's a lot of Powerhouse Brawlers. Um. Yeah. So, but like being a brawler, just come in and fighting like Mox isn't a powerhouse, but he's definitely a brawler. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. He because he definitely is one. But like you know, when you have like a hybrid that yeah. is two different styles like that, then it gets it gets tough to break it down. So the, sure. yeah, the the last category was high flyer. Greatest of all time, I'm probably going to go with Ray. Yeah, that seemed to be what most people were picking. I mean, it's either going to be Ray Mysterio. I mean, who else would it be? All time? Um, yeah. I mean, there's... I mean, it depends, it depends on how you pay homage. You could say Two Cold Scorpio. I mean, or um, Jimmy Snooker. You know, something like that. I like it's like Ray. Yeah, I guess he is a high flyer, but like he was real technical too. Yeah, Ray kept it mostly. He was you know getting tossed around and doing flips and doing stuff, but he wasn't really flying. Like he wasn't. It was kind of. I really can't explain it, but like compared to the other luchadors that were in WCW at the time, like them boys was flying everywhere. Hector Garza. Corkscrew Plancha. Oh, fucking. You got you know, you got names like Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, Jushin. Yeah. Um It's more technical too, man. Oh, speaking of technical, like Ultimo Dragon. Was he the greatest technical cruiserweight? Or yeah, I mean Oh, wait, no, you got to put Malenko there. Malenko was a cruiserweight then, Eddie. Oh, damn, yeah, Eddie, I forgot about him. There was just so many other great technicals. So I really couldn't come up with an answer for that for all time, but, like, Ray just kind of – he's a good person I'm to gonna, throw in there. I'm with Ray. Currently, I'm going with Ricochet. Yeah, and I had Ricochet written down, too. And the only person that might come anywhere near Ricochet, because when he wants to uh, pack, can high fly. Yeah, when he wants to. But he's all, yeah. He can also be a very devastating technician. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, dude, that's, this is all Kevin Owens checks every box. Checks every fun. box, dude. He could be in every one of these categories. That is fucking hilarious. And you know one of the one of my high fives that I'm working on, and hopefully I can maybe put together by next episode, because I, I started it, but I just cu- I couldn't get it together of how I exactly <laughs> wanted to do it. It's it's all coming. It's all about uh you know high five with uh on the mic, and um, 
and I was going yep. straight active with it. I wasn't going to go all time because we already know who I'd have at number one. Who, Bray? Austin. On the mic? Yes. Uh, I'd go back and forth between him and Rock, but I'd, I'd settle with Austin. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, right? You know, Rock had his moments, too. But uh, currently active, though, you got to throw Jericho in there. Jericho is actually the first name I wrote down. Um, and then, you know, so there's other people without giving away uh, what are my thoughts on her too much. Like Kevin I mean, Owens is like he's he's somebody that I have written down, too, because of how good he is on the mic. And you can throw. I mean, he ain't active yet, but if he becomes active, then CM Punk's number one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so th- then I thought about maybe changing it to um, like a high five uh, people that are uh, underrated on the mic hey. that don't get as uh, enough attention as they should. Dolph Ziggler. He, he, he maybe could, he maybe can make the list. Um, who's gotten a lot better now here in the last year? Bobby Lashley's improved. It's getting better, but man, like after watching him on the Stone Cold podcast, it's, I think I talked said this earlier. I don't remember if it was on the episode or during pre pre talk. Yeah, um, like I I I can see why it it feels so strange to him. Or maybe I said this to Swag last night. I don't even fucking know, dude. I'm stoned as fuck. Yeah, I don't think um, we talked about this on the podcast. Okay, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, you mentioned it earlier that he was on there, but I don't think you mentioned any of this before. Oh. Nice. What you're about. Um, <laughs> I can see why it, it's it's uh, it always seems so awkward for him on the microphone is because the character that he's playing is like 139% not him. Like, yeah, like it's this whole- dude, when he was actually just being himself on the podcast, this is a pretty cool dude, man. Like he's, you know, I, I enjoy, I enjoy watching this dude's making me laugh. Yeah, like um, he's, you know, he's a completely different guy. So I think that's why it kind of feels unnatural for him on the microphone sometimes because that's just not his style. I I see why now when you see him and see that podcast, you see why he was never a heel. You know, yeah. because when you're a heel, you got to do a lot of talking sometimes. And this dude's just a nice guy. He's like, yeah, I, mean, I like to fight. If you want to fight, I'll fight. Yeah, he might kill you. <laughs> he will. He's like, he's like, I don't feel the need to brag about anything. I mean, I know what I can do. But. Yeah, he, he don't have to brag. And that's maybe that's something that one day he can throw into kind of what Roman's doing with his yeah. heel character. You know, he ain't got to really brag. You know about me. I let my counsel do that. <laughs> Matter of fact, Paul oh, Heyman, go ahead. Acknowledge me, you know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, There's so... somebody throw us number one on the mic. <laughs> yeah, but he definitely underrated. Everybody fucking knows about that dude on the microphone. Yeah, as soon as he gets the microphone, you never know if a fucking pipe bomb about to go go off. 
<laughs> but I want to come up with some uh, <coughs> some more. Oh shit! I'm going on mute. Well, there's coughing there, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm just sitting here choking on my bowl. We're trying to come up with some new segments, um, you know, so we're not just tangenting off most of the time. <sighs> but I don't know. I'm starting to like the podcast that we just tangent off on the wrestling and. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I, I think we'll definitely have some stuff ready to go for Saturday because Saturday is going to be a big episode. Um, yeah. Uh, if if we don't get to it because we have two pay per views this Sunday, we might have to do a special Sunday episode for the takeover predictions. Maybe. Oh shit! Um, I'm pretty sure we can knock that out. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I know. Okay. Most of my takeover predictions. Well, then we'll go ahead on Saturday and start with the takeover predictions. <clears throat> I mean, unless you want to, I mean, if, if you got yours together, I mean, it take uh, NXT's to, tonight by Thursday, I could probably have my NXT predictions or if you want to go ahead I and mean, get them out there by then. Yeah, just let me uh, look at the card again. I maybe could do it because, man. The reason why I say that for a special episode Sunday is because Saturday there could be so much shit going on depending on what goes down Friday night. Yeah. Talk when it comes to talking wrestling that you know, I might have to get like yeah, I'm have to get super jacked up on that Saturday podcast cuz I'm gonna probably be worn out after work. I might for uh, old school go get me a bang. Yeah, I might have to get a bang Fuck and have yeah. some I want a bang. I want me a peach mango. I did see a new bang flavor at the store the other day. It's a watermelon. Fuck around. Don't make me a girl fucking drop an episode of the podcast while we're watching SummerSlam. Mm, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, though. If, like, uh, while we're watching, oh man, the mic shit noise would be so distorted because when I watch a pay per view, that shit is blasting. Oh yeah, 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 you, yeah. It's loud. That's all right. Yeah, I, I like, I like to like feel like I'm like immersed in the crowd and all kind of shit. But yeah, I'm ready, man. Because I, it's gonna be a big pay per view. I feel it's a big, big fight feel all around. There's wrestling every day this week. Yeah. Um. I don't know what the fuck is Thursday. The fuck is Thursday? Maybe uh, impact or nothing. Yeah, <laughs> basically uh, nothing. Oh, I guess I get to watch Dark Elevation. I can put that on when I take a nap. <laughs> you want to run uh, one real quick? Guess the superstar. Uh, sure. This guy. <laughs> Is a former WWE champion, a four time intercontinental champion, a three time United States champion, and a 14 time tag team champion. You said who, 14? Yes. Who is this superstar? Damn. I was about to say Kofi, but I don't think Kofi got 14 yet. 
Um, the 14 tag team championships are throwing me off here. <laughs> Former WWE champion, four-time Intercontinental, three-time, excuse me, four-time Intercontinental, three-time United States, 14-time tag team champion. Wow. I am drawing a blank here. <clears throat> you want a hint? Sure. His name was mentioned within the last 10 minutes on this podcast. Yeah, like that helps at all. <laughs> How many fucking names we mentioned on this podcast in the last 10 minutes? Okay, well, his name was mentioned on this podcast within the last three minutes. <laughs> There's no way it's Kofi Kingston. <laughs> so it's Kofi Kingston? It is Kofi. When the hell was he a 14-time tag champ? Well, he's won so many with New Day. Um, but, you know, he's held the title with a few other teams before New Day. Oh, that's right. Airborne. Fucking, yeah, like this dude's been in all kind of shit. Fucking, what, Air Truth or what, him and R-Truth, I think. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so this dude's... Wow. He's, he's, yeah, 14 times he's been a tag team champion. Was it him and CM Punk one time? Maybe. I can't remember. Like When I put this together, it's been a few weeks. So, Wow. I just... Damn. When I first started this podcast, I did not think I could do an hour 45 minutes. I didn't either. But got one, more, got one, one more for you for the road. This, this, one, this, one, this one will be real easy. Stu's trying to kill me. Yeah, this one will be real easy. He's a six-time he tag team champion. <laughs> huh? Nothing. Go He's... on, six-time tag team champion. What'd you say? I'm going to hear what you said when I listen to this. Yeah, I'll say this. God knows I've been trying to sign off for like 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> well, he's a six-time tag team champion. <laughs> a former United States champion. Uh-huh. A two-time Intercontinental Champion. Mm. A former NXT Champion. Mm. A two-time WWE Champion. Mm. And a two-time Universal Champion. Two-time Universal Champion. Two-time WWE Champion? Yes. Six-time Tag Champ. Two-time Intercontinental Champ. Three-time U.S.? Uh, Once. It's Seth freaking Rollins. It's Seth freaking Rollins. Dang, I thought he had more world title rings than that, but that's okay. Four-time champ. You know he ain't done. He's going to add a couple more for sure before his career is over. He could be a ten-time champ when it's all said and done. That wouldn't surprise me. Somewhere around, somewhere around that. It's crazy, man. And WWE, man, when you really look at it, like twenty years from now, there's gonna be a lot more ten-time plus champions, probably. 
We'll see. I mean, because Seth well, still hey. got to get there. I mean, he figured the the big time last seven or so years he's are he's been on, and he's only got four four world champions. That is, I won't true. say only got four world champions, but like you know, how much longer is he gonna go? I mean, he might got another ten years, so maybe he adds another four. Maybe he gets eight. Maybe he's an eight time world champ. Yeah, that's not bad. For a while there, they couldn't get past five, man. Only Hogan and Brett were at five. Right. Either way, I guess let me go get my bong ready for the sign-off. Man, I've been sitting here fucking... I haven't smoked like two bowls, I think, I feel, since the fucking guest the wrestler started. Nice. About to have a nice nap. Yeah, because we started the podcast early today, so... Yep. (sighs) Hopefully this motherfucker fucking processes fast enough so I don't so I don't have to upload the podcast later this afternoon. It'll do what it did. Yeah, it ain't. It's about our normal time. Shit, it's starting to be about normal about almost two hours now. Me and Gerben started I started smoking outside doing the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you said the last few times it's been the caffeine I've had with me. Today was just the weed and good vibes. It's really good vibes, though. It feels good out here. It's like cloudy. Got a nice little breeze. I had a power read. This is a good show. It's a good wrestling week, but I figured we'd do, like, you know, a simple show today. And, you know, later in the week, definitely we'll work on some. I'll, I'll try to get something ready by. Thursday, maybe a little surprise segment. We'll roll with that, it. That might have him another list of future. Uh... All right, maybe not by maybe if I get <laughs> my shit together, because I kind of uh, want to do a future tag champs. How about give me five teams that you would form? Okay. Um, that are not currently a tag team. What what teams would you like to see? Do you think would have some interesting chemistry? Thank you for that. I like that idea because I love forming factions and stuff in my two K universes and right. teaming things up. So yeah, I think that's hey, that's going man. <laughs> but you know, I see what I can do with that. Either way, time to eat. Yeah, it's time for me to finish this bowl and damn. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for joining us today on the We the Villains podcast. Uh, I'm high as fuck. Let's curve in the back. You know I'm Dak. <laughs> <laughs> My man couldn't even remember his own line. Ah, uh, man, I got people around me too. So, oh, I got you. Yeah, so, cramping the style. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. 
Yeah. Check back in with us uh, here on Thursday for the next episode of We The Bills podcast. You know, the bomb rip done happened because this is girl. You hear Dak in the back because he got people around him. V's up. V's out.